Hey there, it's Kate Swoboda, also known as Kate Courageous. I'm the creator of YourCourageousLife.com, the director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at TeamCLCC.com, and author of the book, The Courage Habit. And apparently, now I've started a podcast. Welcome to the Your Courageous Life podcast, where we're going to be talking about courage. We're going to be getting personal And um, here's hoping that as you listen, you find that you resonate, that you relate, and that we get to have a conversation that can only ever be described as courageous. Here we go. All right, so here we go. For those of you who aren't as familiar with me, I'm Kate Swoboda, also known as Kate Courageous. It's a fun little, I like to call it a superhero name. And hi, podcast. You know, people have been asking me for years, why, uh, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I've always been like, (laughs) no, (laughs) because I really just feel like I'm uh, a classic introvert. That's, that's the big thing. Um, And not to say that, of course, introverts can't uh, do podcasts or do things that are more external, but I'm, I consider myself first and foremost to be a writer. And there's something I really like too about writing because I've, I've been on the interwebs. I'm a dinosaur, um, with how long I've been online. Um, you know, I've been blogging for more than 10 years and I really like the fact that with the written word, as you evolve, as you change, you can, you know, look at a blog post that you wrote five or 10 years ago and you can go, oh, (laughs) I don't believe that anymore at all. Let me edit. But a podcast, oh yeah. For all the little parts of me that want to have the ultimate control, podcast means giving up a little bit of control because first of all, it's a lot more work to listen to an entire audio file and then go back and go, okay, here's the the thing I want to cut or edit or rearrange or clarify or add to as I change, as I evolve, as I grow. And then second of all, of course, once the audio file is out on your machine, (laughs) I can't, I can't do a recall. (laughs) So it's really just like, why haven't I been doing a podcast? Well, because it means giving up a certain level of control that until now I haven't been willing to give up. And I think also it's been for what some would consider to be a surprising reason because I talk so much about courage and it is um, being a little bit shy. Like, I don't know. I think, I, think, I think you'll be able to hear in my voice if I'm feeling vulnerable. I think you'll be able to hear in my voice when I'm feeling righteous. <laughs> and it's hard, you know, like... Uh, It's hard to sit with the idea that at a moment when I'm feeling vulnerable, if I'm really going to walk my talk around true courage, I'm going to let that moment be there and let it be heard. And it's hard to think, too, that in a moment when I'm really righteous and really, like, getting on my soapbox about things, which I do, um, it's hard to think that at those moments, maybe somebody's going to hear my voice and they're going to think that that's all of who I am. I'm just going to think that I'm really angry bitch, you know, and that in some ways, this tension of wanting to be seen and then going, oh, what if people don't like what they see? 
is part of the reason why I feel like a podcast is the next thing for me to stretch into. But there's this other question that I want to make sure that I address relatively early on in all this, and it is, why should you care? How is taking time out of your day to listen to this going to make your life any better? Um, How are you going to know that I'm bringing intention to this process? Because there is something that I actually want to share in all of this. So here's my conception for why you should care. I want you to be more sovereign over your life. The word sovereign has been my singular obsession during the 2018 year because the the crazy thing about where I'm at in my life and in my career is this tension. On one hand, every single thing that I think I've ever wanted is now here in my life. I mean, what incredible privilege, what incredible luck, what incredible hard work, what incredible contribution from so many different people. But in essence, 10 years ago, I sit down, I go, what is it that I want for my life? Because I knew that the life that I had then was not working for me. Actually, it was longer than 10 years ago that I started to you know, sit down and go, like, what's my big vision? And everything that I've got in my life right now the husband and the family and the home. I mean, like, I love our house. I love where we live. I love my home office. I love my friends. I love the work that I do. And the the one thing that had eluded me for for quite some time that was always on that list, and in fact, it was the big thing because it was the thing that if you'd asked me when I was a little girl, what would you what would you want? I would have said, I want to write and publish a book. And holy moly, a couple years ago, I inked the book deal and 2018, The Courage Habit. Traditional publisher, it's out everywhere. It's on Amazon, it's on Barnes & Noble, it's booksellers, the whole gig. And I love it. I'm, I'm proud of it. I, I, feel, I feel vulnerable about it in a way that's both good and uncomfortable. I love the cover. It's white with gold text. I'm very excited about the cover. And it's out in the world. And here I am. And and on one hand, everything I ever put on my list is now there. And it's in my life. And it's good. And then on the other hand, there are aspects of it all that I hadn't counted on where I don't feel sovereign over my life. And what I came to realize is that this isn't just a champagne problem. This is something that just about every single person I talk to, we don't feel sovereign over our lives. We don't feel like we are the rulers of our own lives. We feel tossed by other people's agendas. We feel weighted down under the obligations to perform or to please or to deliver or to come through. We we don't feel sovereign over our emotions, I notice. Um, and this isn't just me blabbing about me. I, I talk with friends who feel this way. I talk with clients who feel this way. We don't feel sovereign around our emotional spaces. We feel like our anxiety is too much. We feel like our fear is too much. We question whether or not we're nuts half the time. 
I mean, if I had a dollar for every friend I've ever had a conversation with where one or the other or both of us were going, I feel like I'm totally nuts because on one hand I'm this, but on the other hand I'm this. And given that I know better, why am I not that? It's that kind of a feeling. I don't think we feel sovereign over our money. I don't think we feel sovereign over our time. I don't think we feel sovereign over our sexual or sensual impulses. I don't think we'll, we feel sovereign over our righteousness. And that might sound like really weird, but basically what I'm talking about is an inside-out kind of control. That if the way it feels, even though I know that this is not accurate a, a good amount of the time, the way it feels is though all these things are happening to us all the time. And if we just leave it there, it feels like it's happening to us, there's nothing we can do, it's really easy to go into despair and, again, to not feel sovereign over your life. So that's really what's on my mind these days, and that's what I want to explore in this podcast. How is it that I can notice all the places where it feels like it's really real, that that stuff is happening to me and to us and in our lives, there's nothing to be done, it's all too much How can I play with that edge? How can we together play with that edge and go, you know what? Regardless of the challenge, my sovereignty lies in the place where I go, there's still something that I can do here, say here, speak up about here, shift here. There's still something that, some entry point where I can go, what do I want to do? Because just giving it up and going, oh, it's all happening to me, it's all just too much. No, no, that's not a well-lived life. And don't get me wrong, sometimes things do happen to us. I am not particularly, you should know this from the get-go, I'm not particularly of the (laughs) point of view that that car accident that happened three months ago to somebody, oh, well, you know, you were attracting it. No, I don't think so. The Jews were not attracting the Holocaust And people of color are not attracting racism. And I, as a woman born with a vagina, am not attracting sexism. I, I, no. More so what I'm saying is that I believe two things simultaneously. I believe that things do happen to us, things that we do not just simply attract. And I believe that regardless of what happens in my life, in our lives, that Our greatest point of courage and our greatest point of sovereignty is in going, what can I do to stay aimed in the direction of my vision regardless of what comes my way? And sometimes that's just the courage to even hold on to having a vision, period. Because it's really hard to hold on to a vision when the hits just keep on coming. I get that. But again, it comes back to how can I, despite what I encounter stay oriented towards my sovereignty, my personal sovereignty. The point that I want to engage with as often and as much as I can, because really it's the only point I can see where we have any hope of love winning over fear and justice winning over oppression and life being joyful is to keep stretching into, okay, these things that happen to us, these things that happen in our lives, how do we respond from a place of sovereignty? 
that's what I really want to explore in talking about my life in this podcast or inviting that question for you as you listen. How do we respond from a place of sovereignty? And I guess really what each of us has to do is start deciding for ourselves what sovereignty even looks like. I often refer to this concept as the concept of your most courageous self. I talk about that in The Courage Habit, and there are a bunch of worksheets and exercises and things that are included in The Courage Habit that you're welcome to dive into at any time, completely for free. Um, If you head over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin, you can have those delivered to your inbox. So how do you uniquely define what your most courageous self looks like or what your sovereignty in your life looks like? There are a couple of things that come to mind for me, so check them out for yourself and see if it fits. Um, Sovereignty looks like self-awareness. Like you got to (laughs) be self-aware of of who you are and what that somatic experience that you're having actually means. Does that tingling in your stomach mean excitement or does it mean danger, danger, red flag, don't go any further with this? that self-awareness of, oh, this is just my pattern. This is just what I do. I always feel like whenever I'm aware of a pattern of my own, it's such a relief, isn't it? To, to go, oh, okay. I, I, like, this is just this thing that I do. It, it helps to put it into a proper context. So self-awareness. Um, choosing how you respond. Choosing how you respond. And I don't mean like glitter in the air and everything's light and positive. I mean, to me, it's a really powerful, sovereign choice to be betrayed and to cry, to go, I'm going to choose to respond to this by crying. I'm grieving. I was betrayed. I was done wrong. This isn't right. I think it's, uh, I think it's powerful to look at injustice and choose to respond in a way that goes, yeah, like I'm angry. I'm angry about what I see. And with that, I think another way that sovereignty can show up in your life is through conscious priorities. And some of these start to fit together a little bit because like I'm just thinking for myself, when I'm angry, when someone has mistreated me in some way and I'm angry, I could just go, I'm choosing how I respond. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to let you know it. But I have enough self-awareness to know that Actually, if I just vent out my anger, I don't usually feel proud of who I am later. In fact, I feel guilty. And then a conscious priority, again, one that would speak to sovereignty, would be for me to actually go, you know, if I'm angry and I I want this person to know it, what's my priority? Is it the venting out of the anger and really letting them know that I think they're kind of a shithead? Or (laughs) is my priority letting them know like like this was the impact of your behavior. I felt wronged and I felt angry and I'm letting you know that because that's part of me uh, having a healthy boundary around what I will and won't allow in my life. So self-awareness, choosing how you respond in life, conscious priorities, conscious priorities, man, that's that's a juggle for me. conscious priorities. Like I can feel the weight of the overwhelm right now that I sometimes get stuck in uh, around trying to figure out what is my actual priority here. And how often do I notice that 
I put the priority of feeling good on the back burner. Like my priority goes over to, by default, people pleasing or a task instead of going, hold on a minute, before I, <laughs> before I go over to that agenda over there or before I get another task off of my to-do list, what about feeling good? Conscious priorities, conscious priorities, conscious priorities. Ah, that's like another thing. Sovereignty to me is when I'm conscious about my priorities and what isn't a priority. Uh, Sovereignty also not being run by the clock. Another big one for a lot of us, right? Because it's so difficult when you're navigating very real responsibilities, you know, you got to pay the bills. So on some level, you're run by the clock. If you got to go to work and you got to wake up at a certain time to get your commute in, I get it. I was on book tour and I, I was structuring the Courage Habit book tour as like a little series of mini workshops. And a guy came up to me afterwards because I'd been talking about, you know, conscious crying and stuff like that. And he said, so are you really saying that if somebody hates their job, what they need to do is like sit down and cry about it? <laughs> And I got what he was getting at, right? Because I'm with everything, there's nuance. I feel like if there's one thing I want to scream to the internet sometimes, it's like, there's nuance. Like, <laughs> just because someone tweeted one thing doesn't mean they only mean that thing. There's nuance that can't be expressed in 140 characters. Or there's nuance in that Facebook post. Or there's nuance in that, that thing. There's nuance. So, um And I didn't feel like screaming that at this guy. I thought his question was very earnest. He was really wanting to know if I was saying, this is what's going to make going to that soul-sucking job feel better. So I was glad he asked. So not being run by the clock, I think, is on some level a state of mind. And, you know, doing things like going to the job that you have to go to in that moment, because that's how you got to pay the bills and support your family or support your life. All of that, uh, very difficult to parse through what is it that I actually need here for my survival versus what is it that I actually need here because um, I'm, I'm in a mindset that I have to do things in a certain way and I just haven't gotten out of that mindset And it is tricky, and it takes time and discernment. The connection that I make is that not being run by the clock can be a mindset you can check when you do things like take time to vent your authentic emotions in a healthy way. So if going to work every day feels like a drag, and every single day it's just more and more and more of a drag, taking time to cry it out before you go to work could vent some of those emotions that currently you're, you're just like holding inside and they're kind of eating you. They're very, being very parasitic. But taking time to cry before going to work could actually just release some of that valve. You know, maybe you don't need to cry. Maybe what you need to do is scream into a towel. It gets you to clear thinking. That's something that I think is really, really important. So not being run by the clock Uh, not being run by, I got to do this by this time, this time, this time, to vent out some of the tension that you feel about having to hit a certain time marker, I think there's sovereignty in deciding to stop and and go, (laughs) 
Actually, I'm kind of devastated that I need to go into this soul-sucking job today. I'm kind of devastated by that. I need to cry it out. I used to cry before I'd go into work, <laughs> like all the time. And, and I think that was a really healthy way of handling all of the resentment that I felt and the pissy co-workers and the, eh, and the I think that was a really healthy thing to do because what it did was it, it got some of those feelings out and, and returned me to clearer thinking about what I wanted my next move to be, which is kind of the point I'm trying to make about sovereignty. There was nothing about my circumstances that changed because I took time to like cry before work. I still needed to go to that job if I was going to make my rent. But it put me in a mental state of not having to hold in the, the negative emotions that I was feeling. It gave me an authentic place to have those emotions so that I wasn't taking it out on other people. And then I could go in and I could, I could work. And then I, I could come home and I could dream and I could have capacity. And speaking of sovereignty... Ah, oh, capacity. Isn't that a beautiful word? I love that word, capacity. It's, it's feeling like you've got enough room. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. I love it when I have capacity in my schedule. I feel like I have room. I love when I have capacity in my house of money. I'm looking at my bank account and I'm going, oh, okay, like, whoo, not having to sweat it, you know? I love it when I have capacity around holding space for another human being. It, it's such a feeling of expansiveness to have capacity. And speaking of sovereignty and capacity, big place for sovereignty is having capacity to give. I mean, I just don't think we're sovereign over our lives if we're kind of like hanging out in this fairy tale tower somewhere, <laughs> you know, thinking we're Lord and master of something like, I mean, sovereignty over ourselves only happens in an interdependent way. I mean, the dreams that you want to see realized, you're going to have to rely on people and you're going to have to have something to give. And that's going to be actually the most fun part, by the way, you know, it's not like you have to have something to give and bummer. It's, it's like, you're going to have to have something to give. And how awesome is it that somebody else will be the recipient of that? And how amazing is it that there will be times in this interdependence where you are also going to be the recipient? So here's where I'm starting off with sovereignty. And again, consider this for yourself. What does sovereignty look like for you? And I'm going self-awareness choosing how you want to respond, conscious priorities, not being run by the clock. Oh, such a big one for me. And having capacity, especially capacity to give. So this is the point, by the way, where if I were listening to any podcast, the culturally conditioned notion that because the other person has the mic, they might have all my answers will kick in. It's usually subconscious, right? They wrote the blog post. They wrote the book on courage, the courage habit. They, they got the podcast, the Your Courageous Life podcast, aren't they? You know, they just talked about self-awareness and not being run by the clock and being sovereign. They got the answers, right? Now's the part where they're going to tell me what I need to do with my life. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't have your answers. Sorry if this makes you want to click away. I'm hoping, though, if you'll stay with me for just another moment, I'm hoping, though, that what might interest you, arouse your curiosity, maybe even delight you a little bit, is how strongly I desire to just be a human being with you. So rather than this being a podcast where I have the answers, it could be a podcast about exploring the courageous questions. Who are you really? What really makes you tick? Why is it so pervasive for us humans to feel like we're not enough? And can I take a moment to share with you that there are plenty of times where I don't feel like I'm enough? I don't feel up to the task. I'm worried that I'm going to mess it up. And this isn't some kind of confessional. This isn't like, oh, I've been fooling you and pulling the wool over your eyes all this time. This is more like, who the hell knows anything (laughs) for absolute sure about being human. And so let's be in the questions together. Like I want sovereignty. I think you want sovereignty. I think there are places where I'm rocking my sovereignty and I'm doing really, really well with it. And I have something that I can share there that might be of help to you. And Maybe it'll be kind of nice to actually just hang out together, podcast style, introverted podcast style. (laughs) Uh, The ultimate form of connection, right, for an introvert is is I get to connect with you. We get to kind of connect, but like (laughs) nobody has to like (laughs) put on anything beyond pajamas and actually show up anywhere. (laughs) It's pretty good. Um, How about we be human together? How about we explore these questions together? And in terms of this actually being a connected exploration, if you want to connect a little bit further, the place where we can really do that is over in the private Courage Habit Facebook group. Another, by the way, thing I debated endlessly about beyond podcasts is would I ever have a Facebook group? And uh, there is one. And I don't even think of it as, quote-unquote, my Facebook group. I think of it as our Facebook group because I, I want to talk to you. I don't want to talk at you. I want to talk with you. I want to talk to you. Um, so that would be a great place to chat up some of these questions. So let's head over there, right? Join the Courage Habit Facebook group. Let's talk about what it actually means to be sovereign. I bet you've got some ideas that I didn't even touch on in this podcast and, and let's do a hang. So here it is, the first Your Courageous Life podcast. As this develops, the plan is to talk to you a little bit about the things I'm afraid of and the things that I hope for and what I think it really takes to change and how to confront with kindness when things are screwy in our relationships with other people and my take on what my childhood was like and how it impacted me and how it no longer impacts me. I might, by the way, also talk about why veganism matters um, or being vegan-ish matters, all kinds of different stuff. But really, I think that each episode is going to tie back to this idea of what is it to be truly human and truly courageous and, and what does it mean to stretch into more sovereignty And my hope is that in being beside you, rather than trying to do some gross guru thing, my hope is that in being beside you with these questions, we end up learning from one another. 
So here we are. It's been a joy and a delight to have this first podcast episode with you. If you want to hang out with some other in some other spaces, uh, I already mentioned you can get a bunch of free materials and stuff at my website, yourcourageouslife.com. You can get it conveniently delivered to your inbox at yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin. I hang out on Facebook as facebook.com, Your Courageous Life. Everywhere else, I think I am Kate Courageous. Um, if you want to hear me have an opinion about the coaching industry, you can check out my other podcast, The Craft of Coaching. And other than that, super excited to have a dialogue with you and connect with you over in the Courage Habit Facebook group. Do a little search in Facebook for Courage Habit and answer the, the questions to join and you'll be confirmed as a member and, and we'll be able to jam together. All right. Thank you so much for listening this far. Looking forward to connecting with you in a lot of other ways. And here we go.